Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hey everybody welcome to Hobby Addicts Episode 290 And I'm here. I've got, I got myself. I've got Caroline. I got Mason. What are you guys doing? How's everybody? Doing pretty good. Got my candles going as usual.、Oh. And I have my Christmas decorations up.、That's, Yay! I, I, got my, I got my tree up too. So.、Uh, I'm not home where I'll be for the holidays. So I have not decorated at all because I am not going to be in this residence when the holidays happen. y a h Mason's a Scrooge. Exactly. Well,、uh, sure, sure. That's my play. That's my side angle. That's my side hustle. That's right. But hey, guys, welcome to Hobby Addicts. We're going to be、uh, hanging out with you here for about maybe a little shorter than usual because I got I to kind of readjust the studio here a little bit、um, before we do our main podcast. So that is going to, you know. That is going to take a few minutes. So, this will probably be close to full length. But hey, we got some good stuff to talk about today. I barely got through、um, our anime for the podcast this week because I watched so much of this, of this Netflix TV show called F is for Family. So, I watched some, a ton of that.、Um, and、uh, so, I'll be talking about F is for Family. Mason is going to be talking about Delta Rune Chapter 2, which is a video game. Despite the chapter in the title, it is a video game, not a book. You have to believe me. Well, maybe it's like one of those games like、uh, The Walking Dead that was set, organized into chapters. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. And then、um, Caroline's going to be talking about WandaVision and some Christmas decorating. And hey, I, like talk- I, I love Christmas, Christmas decorations. So we can, talk-、yeah. we, we can talk about that. And、uh, Mason's also got some book action. If we have time for that, we'll come back and talk about.、Uh, Mason's continued pursuit of, of,、uh, of being literate. literacy. Yeah, literacy. <laughs> so,、um, where should we start? How about with the video game? Because, you know, video games are probably the predominant favorite topic on this podcast. So, yeah. So, Deltarune is the, or I should say, Deltarune Chapter 2 is the latest installment in the free role playing video game. Uh, by our god and savior, Toby Fox. This is the same fellow who developed and published Undertale, the sensation that swept the nation、uh, many years ago, like, I don't know, 2015? I don't remember when Undertale came out, but it was a while ago. So, Deltarune,、uh, two chapters of it have been released. The first came out in 2019 for.、Uh, You know, your mobile, your Nintendo Switch, your PlayStation 4, your computer, everywhere you can find it. It released early 2019. And now,、uh, finally, Chapter 2 has come out at the end of September 2021. And it took me、uh, a very long time to finally beat it, even though it's only a couple hours long because I just didn't get around to it. <laughs> so, finally, with、uh, getting to fly home for the holidays, it actually gave me a chance to, you know, Play a video game, so I did that. So, have either of you played Undertale andor Deltarune before? People, I played neither. People talked a lot about Undertale, but I mean, it, it looked to me, it looked like not my cup of tea. 
So it is certainly not your cup of tea. First yeah, and foremost, for you know, I said it was not a book, even though it had chapter in it. Uh, it is mainly just a RPG with lots and lots of text to read. Like the gameplay element, we'll get to it, but there's not much to it. It's mainly walking around and talking to people, which is the best part about this game because the humor of it is phenomenal. It's kind of the reason to play the game. It is very self-aware, very tongue-in-cheek, and just very clever with all its little, I don't know, like conversation quips between these characters that are very strange but endearing and beloved and uh, very fun to quote. And just it's just so smartly written that despite being someone who does not like games where I don't get to physically play games yeah. because it is just clicking through text boxes and that's not what I come to video games for. Uh, it is just well-written enough that I still enjoy my time with it. And kind of having it broken out into these segments as well as it being free makes it easy to be like, oh, I'm not going to have to play a 40-hour game where I'm just reading. It's, oh, I can play, I don't know, three to four hours, which is probably how long it takes to beat each chapter, and then get in and get out and, like, wait for the next part of the story. So, very enjoyable. I thought chapter two is better than chapter one, just because you're a little bit further along your adventure and you don't have to do the, you know, boring isekai setup quest thing. <laughs> but you play as Chris, this uh, bit of a loser outcast who Aww. tumbles down the rabbit hole at school with alongside the school bully, uh, Susie. Uh, and you meet Susie. friends. Yeah, Susie. She's a big meanie, and she will beat you up, but she might have a soft side. Uh, and she, it's, it's great. It's just great. <laughs> that is not the name I, I, I was thinking of when you were going to name the bully. And that, it's yes. Susie. Susie the bully. Okay. Yeah, Susie the bully. She is uh, very angry all the time. And it's one of those classic, you go around, you fight enemies, and then you kind of have this like Final Fantasy-type combat where you have your... Good guys on the left, bad guys on the right, and you can choose to use your magic or attacking or an item or defend or most often some action thing to try to befriend the enemy instead of actually killing them. And those are usually just a fun little thing followed by some sort of bullet hell Toho-esque thing to dodge the enemy's attacks. So there is a bit of gameplay to it, but it is quite easy and it's just enough to keep me going. But nonetheless, if you have played Undertale, there's no reason you shouldn't play Deltarune unless you hated Undertale, which is unlikely because it's uh, very fun. Uh, and it's just, it delivers. And I'm enjoying it. I'm excited for what I'm assuming will be the seven chapters that will eventually come out for it as it kind of hints at the ending. But I don't know. It's, I'm sure most people have already heard of this and played it long ago. But nonetheless, I'm confirming that second chapter is enjoyable. And uh, that's it. Video games are cool sometimes. Yeah. The, the 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 amount of talking is why I haven't been able to get through 13 Sentinels. That game is just... Yes. God, it's so painful. Yeah, but like that game is also like gorgeous visually. Wow, true. Like Deltarune is very much like 16-bit, 8-bit, blocky. But it has a phenomenal soundtrack as well to boot. So it's... A very different like aesthetic than 13 sentinels but yes it's very just yeah well uh lots lots of words and words not, are hard it's not good enough because it's just so fucking dry just on and on yeah so 
All right. Well, I mean, I've been wanting to uh, play a Nancy Drew game lately. I mean, it's definitely not any of the like similar to any of the games that you guys have been talking about, but it's uh, they're they've been around for a while, and I played them when I was a kid. But gosh, they are so good. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I've ever tried one of those. Neither have I. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's why I wanted to like play one with Mason on Twitch or something in the future, but I never have the time. So. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. I have I have several games I'm like pretty much done with but not but not quite done with. I I've got like two different games where I'm one trophy away from getting the platinum and I'm just kind of like trying to get it and then Fire Emblem Three Houses is we're still playing that game and it is so it just for me at least well overstayed its welcome like a long time ago. So I don't know uh-huh. if you guys have played that game but it's just it's just it's about it's about it's about six hours too long, so I'm just like so ready for that game to be over. But um, this week, I primarily spent all of my free time watching *Ephes for Family*. I watched three full seasons of it in one week. Um, and it oh, dang! Is seasons being ten episodes long, around ten, Eight? yeah, yeah. Okay, and they're, and they're so half an pretty hour. decent. Yeah, they're half an hour. Yep. And this is very much like your. This show is really fucking good. Um, it's it's one of those like raunchy ish like cartoon animated shows that's obviously for adults it's um you know it's it's set in the 70s so it's this family the 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 dad the mom they've got three kids uh, two sons and a daughter and they have a dog and they're just like this normal family like the dad works at an airport the mom is mostly like a stay-at-home mom but she wants like to do more with her life so she's so she's like selling tupperware and she gets a she gets a job at the Tupperware company and like invents this product that is pretty neat and I, I won't spoil anything else on that and and um but the family is just like really flawed and very it, it's just like very it's raunchy and very just like from the seventies so there's like all kinds of people are dressed like they're just just like they would be in the seventies um, they live next door to this guy who's like a radio DJ and he's like super rich and he's do co- doing cocaine off of like his the steering wheel in his car and having parties all the time and walking around in like you know like leopard skin pants with his fucking with no shirt on while he mows the lawn and, nice and is it, it kind of like uh bojack horseman i've seen ads for that but i haven't seen bojack horseman okay okay yeah but but this has like a single storyline so the next episode picks up right where the one before it left off which is for me, a cut above a show like South Park or Family Guy or like American Dad, these shows are very much, in the, they're the same sort of show where you're just like enjoying these people's lives and and there's like, you know, a lot of a lot of very adult humor in it. But because there's a continuing story, it's a lot more interesting. Um, and the show doesn't give a fuck about like people's feelings. It doesn't try to be like politically correct at all. You know, it's set in the 70s and they pretty much act like they would in the 70s. So you know, I don't know, trigger warning or whatever people say, but, but, um, that's one reason why I like it. Uh, it's just the same reason why I can't imagine South Park being like super politically correct. It's just, you know, almost like a breath of fresh air to just like see people say like whatever the fuck they want. And so it's very much like, you know, like the one guy, you know, comes back from the, from the war and he's always making references about how, how like his home life sucks and he should have like, he should have died on like the, in like the forest in Korea or something like that when he was in the war. He's like always telling his kid that he'll put him through that fucking wall. <laughs> it's just like, you don't shut the fuck up. I'm going to put you through that fucking wall, you know, stuff like that. And it sounds very like, 
I don't know. You have to watch it, but like it was immediately enjoyable from the very first episode. I would say um, it, it looks it looks pretty good. It has a great theme song, and uh, that's important. That is certainly important. And it has a lot of conflict in it. Like the dad loses his job, and so they're like struck. And the mom doesn't even like fucking work. And they've got three kids, and so they're trying to like find a way to like, you know, make ends meet and. The dad gets like a, a this this other job. I won't spoil what the job is, but it's like not nearly as good of a job as he had the first time. But he'll do like anything anything to, you know, support his family. And so like he's working more hours than he would have before to get you know probably even less money. And so his marriage is strained, and they go through all that. And and uh, <clears throat> the it's just it's just a really good show. And you know the son wants to start a rock band, but they're not any good. And he's like this nerd so his band's called like the sure the shire of frodo and they just like make make songs about like wizards and shit like that so <laughs> it's it's um geez i don't know i mean i think other than south park it might be the most enjoyable like animated ad- well i don't know the boondocks is pretty strong hmm. i don't know it's up the there. voice cast of the show is just full of like iconic comedian and like great voice actors mm-hmm. yeah i know a few of them uh yeah i, I uh I've definitely, like, heard of this show, and honestly, like, I'm not the biggest fan of Bill Burr, which kind of, like, shied me away from it, but I guess taking a second look and seeing some of the other folks, it might be worth maybe checking out. Well, I think, like, the fifth season just came out, and... Yeah, and that is the ending of the entire thing, so you have, you know, 44 episodes of a full story, I'm guessing. Let's see, how many of these people do I know? It's got a... It's got a really high rating on IMDb. Um, I don't know. I'm just like uh, Debbie. One girl, well, the one woman's name is Debbie. Debbie. Debbie Derry Berry. That's the. I'm sorry, sorry, everybody. That's like the worst name I've ever heard. Um, I don't recognize a lot of these people to be honest, Mason. But the the actors, know. yeah. Uh, Gary Cole. I mean Joe Buck, John DiMaggio. I mean like John is like you know the voice of like Bender and a ton of other people. Uh, T.J. Miller, Vince Vaughn, like a ton of Vince big Vaughn, name comedians. Of course. Yeah, so there's some. It's it's really quite yeah. good. I mean, it's like I said, it's not politically correct. There's a lot of swearing. Um, there's, I'd say, borderline like violence in the house. I mean, like the dad never hits the kids, but he certainly threatens them a lot. Uh, there's a lot of bullying going on. There's comedy, like there's foul comedy in it, where like the there's this one character who like, um, like stocks vending machines and he'll like, he'll take like the condom rat, like, like the roll of condoms and he'll, he'll go like one, two, three, baby, one, two, three, baby. And he's like sticking needles through them. <laughs> yeah, baby, 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 oh baby. And he starts like stabbing needle. And then, and that, and that leads to like something funny later on in the show. But yeah, it's just, it, it's just, um, the show doesn't give a fuck. And, um, I imagine that's probably why people like it. So much like how South Park will take the most like sensitive current event and just like, you know, just destroy it into whatever they want. So, but it's pretty good. Um, it's got an eight point. It's eight point zero on IMDb, which is pretty high, pretty high show. And it's got all the handlebar mustaches and uh, and bell bottoms you can handle <laughs> because they're all like, you know, it's all set in the seventies. So and that that stuff is for family. It's on. It's on. Uh, it's on. Netflix, I definitely recommend it. It's, I, I don't watch three seasons of anything ever. So I think the last time that happened was Ozark, and it took a lot longer than 
like like a week to get through the three seasons. It was like more like a month. But this show is just so good. We just we didn't want to do we didn't want to play any video games this week. We didn't want to watch um, uh, Sunny Boy. We just wanted to watch this, and we ended up binging Sunny Boy like yesterday just to get to get through it because we didn't leave any time really. But um, you know, if if you like that kind of thing, I would definitely check it out. It's much better than like the other Netflix shows. Like it's better than Big Mouths. It's better than uh, you know, there's a the, the basketball coach, the basketball show with the coach. Like it's better than better than any of those shows. So it's worth checking out. Let's see here. Let's go around the horn. Caroline's back on WandaVision. Is this like a yeah. TV series that came back? No, no. So earlier, um, I think it was like in April, March. Yeah, around, I think around March. Um, I started watching WandaVision, um, which was on Disney Plus, And, you know, of course, it's about Wanda and Vision from the Marvel Universe. Um, and... Then my Disney Plus subscription ran out when I was on, like, episode three. And recently, I started up my Disney Plus again. So I'm back to watching WandaVision. I think I I put down a few more episodes uh, during this week. And it just, it's just so damn good. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of, I'm really glad I got back to it. Because it's not often where you have, like, I, it's been out for months now, WandaVision. Like, if, if anybody really cared about spoilers... You know, you should have watched the show, but it's really uh, not often that you have a beloved Marvel character like Wanda and she is like literally destroying the minds of innocent people because of her grief over losing Vision and Avengers Endgame. Or was it with the was it the first Avengers uh, Infinity War? Whatever. So, yeah. And. It's it's really it's really good, <laughs> so I'm glad I'm back to watching that. I haven't finished it yet though, um, so there's that. And I guess really nothing much to talk about there because, I mean, if you you guys haven't watched it, have you? Um, I'm just generally uninterested in the Marvel stuff, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah kind of ditto. I do remember hearing a bunch of hype and acclaim for WandaVision. I just it's not my thing. Yeah, unless I'm trapped on okay. an airplane. I pretty much don't. Uh, it's just too much, you know. It was fine when there were a few Marvel movies, and now there's like 37 of them and like 14 TV shows, and I just yeah. can't, I just can't keep up. I don't even know who Wanda you, is. Who the fuck is that? She is the um, she is the what's it called? The Scarlet Witch. She uh came in I think in Age of Ultron, hmm. uh with her twin brother. Twin brother dies very quickly, so he doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so she, she has, like, the... I don't know if you see any commercials for, or, like, Avengers movies, but she has, like, the red, uh, wispy, like, powers coming out of her hands, and she has, like, telekinesis and um, that kind of thing. Sounds cool. And she plays with people's illusions and all that. Um, but, yeah, if you have not started watching WandaVision and you've been putting it off for a while, you probably should watch it because it is that good. Um... Yeah, so I watched that. I also watched a bit of the Jonas Brothers family roast last night. Oh my god, and that was god. funny. Uh, what? Is, I mean, do they do they even? I'm surprised they even do roasts still. Honestly, like. Yeah, I think it came out last month on Netflix. The Jonas Brothers. Um, yeah, the Jonas Brothers. They got roasted. Yeah. I thought getting roasted was for like. They've been getting roasted for like a decade and a half. Yeah, like, so like, they, they need had a special all these people. For it? The, all these people were poking fun at um, 
Nick, who broke up the band in the first place, their horrible 2010 style, um, their small dicks. Uh, I, I guess I just thought that like being roasted was something that they've reserved for for famous people who had been around for like a long time. Like, I mean, you know. they have been around for quite a while. It's what been like, like how old um, are they? 30s? Well, they, they're in their 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 late twenties and thirties, but they were Disney Channel stars. So, I mean, they've pr- they've been pretty well. They were relevant when they were about fifteen years old. Yeah, but I feel like bad, like bringing up roasting someone from like their teenage years like that feels they like everyone should be able it. everyone should be able to get through that without like that following them the rest of their lives that's you know? basically the they're in like the main part of their career was when they were teenagers and now that they're I, adults I get you that. know i mean i guess if it's jovial if it's a fun time i they can do whatever they want i'm just surprised because it's like usually you see you hear like oh the friars club roast of it of uh bill of of uh you know, Eddie Murphy or something, because he's like, you know, in his late 60s. It's like, what are they going to do? Are they going to roast the Jonas Brothers now? And then if they hang or if, if they stick around for another 30 years, they're going to roast them again? Like, is that what's going to happen? No, Roasting probably won't be a big thing in 30 years. I'm surprised it still is now, honestly. It's so yeah, they, Anyway, how was the roast? Was it so funny? Was it to roast some somebody? of the comedians were better than others. Like, Lily Singh was not that great. I, I honestly am not, wasn't a huge fan of her work before anyway, but her jo- like her jokes and her delivery were just not good. Um, then they had Jack Whitehall, which was pretty good. Uh, Pete Davidson was pretty meh. Um, Sounds like know, Pete Davidson. But Dr. Phil makes an appearance. <laughs> oh my goodness, this sounds like a nightmare. Was it entertaining? Like, did you enjoy it? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, some, yeah, I, I would say, like, some parts were kind of just, like, eh, but they made some pretty good jokes. Um, they did ride the whole Nick broke up the band because of his ego joke a few times more than needed to be. Like, it was funny at first, but then they kept on making that same joke. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I like them, so that's the main reason why I watched it. If sure, you don't like yeah. the Jonas Brothers, then obviously don't watch it. But if you're a big fan of the Jonas Brothers, this is a thing to watch. <laughs> I was going to ask, how much of like their lore would you need to know to get? The uh, you jokes? know, they like, do make quite a few references to their Disney stardom, like being in Camp Rock, the movie. And if you don't know what Camp Rock is, then you probably won't care about those jokes. Um, but like, is knowing that they were Disney stars enough or do I need to be like, oh, they played this role on this movie and they said this embarrassing thing? Like how much not really would you need to they, know? They will poke jokes at the fact that um, what, what, I think Joe started tried to be in movies and it did not work out. And, and because because he starred in like or I forget if it was Joe or Nick, but they they starred in like one movie and then they realized that they were not good actors. <laughs> um, so they'll poke Mitsugi. jokes at that. Yeah. Can you name all three Jonas Brothers? Of course, no you got chance. Kevin, Joe, and Nick. No, 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 no. No, I don't. I can't. Man, I don't know any. We're asking Mitts if he can do it. Caroline oh, is talking about these people, and I don't know who. I don't know who ninety percent of them are. I don't. Yeah. I'm totally on. <laughs> There's three of them. <laughs> yeah. Well. I don't know. I mean, I I can't do it. I doubt Pancake can do it either. Well, we'll ask her later. She's more your age, but uh, (laughs) yeah, we can ask her later. So, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just so I'm so unplugged from media in general. Like, I I I pick and choose where I exist in media, and 
you know, that's it. Like I'm not on social media at all anymore and I don't have cable and haven't had cable for 10 years. And you know, I listen to my podcasts and I don't really follow music all that closely. I don't know. I'm just not, I'm just too unplugged to really know who most people are. I imagine that you are plugged in for our podcast time and then you power down, plug yourself out for the rest of the week. And like you're kind of like a robot. You just just stand there until it's time to start up the podcast again. <laughs> That's right. I like I like I have like I have this indent this indentation in the wall in my in my, my bedroom where I just kind of lay in it and plug myself in, and that's it. And on Friday when it's time to start watching anime, <laughs> Pancake comes in and plugs you into the wall, lets you charge up, and then you. Well, no, I'm fully <laughs> charged. Bot. I'm fully charged. She just has to turn me on, and so like there's like yeah. a button, and he pushes the button, and then I like power up. That's about it. We have expanded the AAA podcast lore. The lore. She just, yeah, she just, he runs on <laughs> solar, electrical, and monster. Was, <laughs> he's biodegradable on all three of those. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, shall we talk nice. about Christmas decorating? I really do. Yeah, so I want to hear what you guys are up to. Yeah. Why don't yeah, you start, so, Caroline? Um, I don't know if I mentioned specifically where I work in retail, but Hallmark. I do work at the Hallmark store, um, which is a Christmassy store. I mean, it's open all year round, but we live our lives on um, holiday and birthday cards, uh, Christmas ornaments, and decorations. So I started working there back in like a couple years ago, and we had this uh, four foot tall Christmas tree that we were trying to four sell feet. all season. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not that big, but it has like these really nice lights on it. It's um. Uh, and it has this different uh, features that you could do. So it has the listening feature where if you turn that on and you play mu- music nearby the Christmas tree, it will do this whole synchronized light show to whatever song you're playing. And that was pretty cool. And then it has the lamp feature, which is just, you know, normal lights, but it has four different color combinations and all that. Um, and then there's also like a show feature, which will play a song itself and then do its own little light show. Um, yeah, so it's only four feet tall, but the lights are beautiful and I have it in my background so you can see it. Um, here's the thing. It cost like oh $200. $200. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And that is why we try, we could not sell this freaking tree. By the end of the season, we probably had like a dozen of these trees. Put so, them on sale. Come on. Exactly. That's what we did. Um, and so, then the employees get them for cheap. Yeah, yeah. So like weeks go by, and then eventually it discounts to the point where it was like twenty five dollars, and I got the last one. I got the display actually. Um, so yeah, twenty five dollars for this gorgeous tree, but it is only four feet tall. So I put it up on a little box, so it's a little bit taller. So I don't want to judge because you only got it for twenty five dollars, and I'm sure it looks very nice. But I think that four feet tall is probably like the saddest and worst height for a Christmas. It tree. is very very like, small. If you get like a one foot or like a real small one, it's cute, it's quaint. You can put it on a table, you can put it on a desk, you can like put it up on something, put little ornaments on it. It's and it's cute. It's like it's it sets the room. You get a big tree, you can fill up a room with it. It's a big thing. You can put things underneath it. Four feet is like right in that mid-range where it's like... And I agree. Because when I put this tree up, well, in the store, we had it on a pedestal. So it looked a lot more Mm -hmm. impressive. 
You elevate it. When when it's just sitting on my carpet, it is very small. But, yeah, but, but if it's nice in the background, that'll be cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. And when you have, and when you're somebody who like lives in like an apartment or something, you really don't have the room for a big tree. And so I guess that's where I mean, this you still size have the comes height. in. Yeah, I know, I know. It, it, like, let's not focus on the smallness of my tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the size of the tree that matters. Exactly. It's the Christmas spirit it's the in it. The fact that it costs two hundred dollars originally. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Mason has seen my current (laughs) apartment, but like I have this really bizarre two floor like townhouse layout that where the the first floor ceiling is like, fuck me, it's probably twenty five feet. I mean, I could have the big oh oh at least yeah in here, but like I don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just because it would be impossible for you to get it like up the stairs without like grinding away the paint. Oh my god, Um, like every way up, be a disaster, and there'd be so many pine needles and shit everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Huge fire but hazard. It would. Too, it way. would be cool. Well, I, I want to hear the rest of Caroline's setup, and then I want to get into what you're doing, Mitch. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Of course. So more about this freaking tree. <laughs> 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 so about the whole listening feature that I mentioned before, it was my favorite thing about this tree because it really synchronized very well with the uh, music and stuff, um, and I loved it. But the thing is, is that when I set it up for the first time last year. I noticed that the listening feature was not working very well. Like you had to have your music blasting and close, very close by the tree in order to make it work, which was strange because in the store, it didn't have to be that close and it didn't have to be that loud to work. Um, So so the tree like hears your music? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So it has a listening, it has like a a sensor that will hear the music and it will coordinate the lights accordingly. That's And it was really good. Wow. That's fancy. Yeah, and that's why it costs two hundred dollars. Um, yeah, but you so, couldn't sell it because it was a puny ass four foot tree, and nobody wants that. But we eventually sold it. Yeah, but you once we it discounted down to like, it to like what was it, fifty bucks, twenty five bucks? <laughs> I got for twenty five. Oh my you know? god! And then a lot of them did sold sold like when it was like forty. Eighty seven percent off. Of course you bought it. I know, I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, but gave it away. yeah, so I noticed it did not. The listening feature did not work very well last year. Um, and so I did whatever it was. For whatever reason, I thought this would work. I took a very sharp tool and poked the sensor with it, thinking that would make it work better. <laughs> and now it <laughs> does not work no, at all. The listening feature. No. Nah, I, I really did, you know, well, did not uh, do anything very intelligently that year. <laughs> you know what Hallmark... I mean, be- if it wasn't working well, though... Like, it wasn't working well was in the, the first risk? place. What was the risk? You know what exactly, Hallmark but needs like, to now do. Exactly, but now it w- definitely does not work well. I kind of took away any opportunity of that working. Rather than sell these, these, these like, rhythm-coordinated lights or whatever on a tree, what they needed to do was have a very impressive tree in the middle of your store with the lights on it and the music playing all coordinated and shit, and then have just the lights for sale for, like, you know... 30 bucks we don't sh- manufacture these things. We just get what Hallmark gives. I know that. I know that. Of course, you're just a you're you're a you're a, a a retail distribution location, right? But it's like, but but you 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 are probably a lot more likely to sell a strand or multiple strands. That's of what those I thought too. As opposed to the tree, because they probably wanted the lights, but not the tree. Is what I'm saying. Like nobody yeah, wants to buy. Yeah, I totally agree. And plus, two hundred bucks is a lot of money to lay down. So I know. Yeah. 
Um, hey, although you'll be surprised to know that in the Hallmark store, you cannot get any like Christmas basics, which I think is a big drawback from the Hallmark store because people will come up to us and ask, "Do you have just regular lights? Do you have or garland or something? Do you have this? Do you have that?" Yeah. We have we have nothing like except for you know just different types of decorations to put on your walls and your tables and all that stuff and ornaments and that kind of thing. Um, so when the podcast starts up, people can see in my background my gorgeous tree oh, I can't and all it. the ornaments that I have, and I have oh. quite a collection. It's going to be fantastic. Yes. Hype. I will make sure, especially to call it out. So <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pretty. You can uh, model it for us. <laughs> the um, you know, you know where the you know where the real like best place to buy Christmas shit is is Etsy. You know, if you're like, oh, I want to have a, I want to have a, a Christmas tree ornament with Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog, or I want to have, you know, that that would be me, right? Or oh, I want to have, um, you know, some ornament that's custom made that commemorates how shitty 2020 was. <laughs> like you can, you can have, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog with his pants. Yeah, down. you can have Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> you can get it all he doesn't Etsy. have pants. Oh, that's what you well, think. I'm much. Yeah, he, nah, mm, mm, maybe not. He wore shoes. He's got shoes. <laughs> I'm very confused. Anyway. Anyway, but uh, very exciting story, Caroline. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I wish I, I wish I could see that tree, but I also would not have paid two hundred bucks for that tree. But um, I did not pay two hundred dollars. No, of course not. But I wouldn't, as a consumer, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have bought that tree either. And I one hundred percent agree. <laughs> um, so for me, uh, we're pretty simple with our decorations. Like when I was a kid, we used to go whole ham. We'd have like the eight foot real tree. We'd go out and get it and. Yes, yes. Because you know, we had a huge it. ceilings growing up, you know, in West Virginia. Some, sometimes the houses are really big because the land isn't worth shit. So you, you get these like old houses that are like giant and they're in the woods and, and you can just do whatever you want. Like, not like it's totally lawless in a lot of West Virginia because it's like, you know, we would drag that, we, we, we would drag that eight or nine foot tree outside at the end of the year and light that fucker on fire and just watch it burn <laughs> like in my yard. You can never get away with that in like Denver. But mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, we keep it simple and it's, it's good. It's nice, simple, I think, because it's just like a lot less stress. And I, and fortunately, and I'm really enjoying this, but it seems like Denver, certain neighborhoods in Denver do a really great job of decorating. And I don't mean like people coordinate and they do their own, like, you know, um, decorations as part of like an association or something, but the city itself. So hello, uh, he muted himself. So he's still talking right now on the podcast. So Greenwood village is where I live. And, um, it's it's like the techie the corporate area of of the city so there's a lot of like corporate offices and people live nearby because they only want to they want to drive like five minutes and be at work which is you know and but um so the city of greenwood village you know they do tax you to you know not the ass in denver but like one of the things that maybe the only thing that denver's done with my taxes that i've appreciated is that this year they have just Christmas lights everywhere and they come and they pop up like, like so amazingly, they must do it in the middle of the night or something. But like, you know, they've got, I'd say half of the city, half of the, half of the Greenwood village part of Denver is all done in like just beautiful white lights. Like all the trees are lit up. They, and then occasionally they'll have like a, like a multicolored tree. So just to add like, a, I was going to ask really quick time out opinions on multicolored lights. I like it. Yeah. There are people. Yeah, I mean, Caroline? in compare, like in just in any use on houses, on on trees. Yeah. Okay, so I have specific feelings. 
on houses, I like, you know, simple white lights. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, other direction uh, decorations too. But I, I think white lights on a house is very classic. It is. Um, but on a Christmas tree, I prefer color lights. Interesting. There, there are, um, I've seen a couple things done in, in this area that are really nice. Like, people must pay ridiculous. I've seen some houses that have the biggest fucking trees you've ever seen. And those lights go all the way to the top. And I wonder, how the fuck do they do that? And there must be people just laying out, like, tons of money to get people with, like, cherry pickers out here to do their trees. But you'll see people with, like, these big fucking trees. They're, like, I don't know, 30, 40 feet tall. And then they'll they'll have, like, the the big, like, real, legit, like, outdoor fucking lights like the big ones you know yeah and no they're just professionally done and yeah. the best part is uh, all of those lights are like cut down and not used again why is that good oh because God. it's like it's harder to like un like wind it and like take it all down oh, and store yeah. it and so it's cheaper to just like take like just cut it and snip we it did that last year take it off that way we did that last year with, with the lights on our tree it was so tangled i was like fuck this and i just cut them off it was so much better to do it. i would honestly like at this point in my life i'd rather pay the, the extra 25 bucks than spend three hours of stress untangling shit but um yeah so imagine if that was a 40 foot that. tree and now you understand it's why it's just like it's it's worth the time and energy fuck, to just it's fucking impossible if you don't remember exactly how you put them up you're never going to get them down but um, people are doing like solid white. They're doing solid white and red, maybe 60% white, 60, uh, 30% red. That looks really good. And then yesterday I saw one where it was like... This math is scaring me, but like okay. 50% white and then 25% green and 25% red on the trees. And that looks fucking mm-hmm. great. I mean, it is so nice. But um, for us, we're doing the same style of tree we did last year. I went out and bought a... a tr- I, I bought a tree on like Craigslist from some people and <laughs> there's a funny story behind that as well. <laughs> These people like they were, I think the guy like opened his door and like a plume of weed smoke came out and he was like in a straight up in his like tidy whiteies doing a, a wow. transaction with me with like with just baking out his living room when his tidy whiteies. But I got this. I've seen this episode of Breaking so Bad. fucking crazy. <laughs> I got that. I got that, that tree though. And so we have like, it's probably, it's probably seven feet eight feet maybe i don't know it's it's not huge but it's a pretty good size like fake tree and our color scheme is like red and gold so we got red and gold um the lights are this we have white lights and then everything else on the tree is red and gold so i think it looks i think it looks nice um you know we're not gonna buy a ton of presents this year so i i I got i have some like fake presents under it that i wrap like empty boxes and put them under there just for decoration and we got some some. I got an. I have a a pretty nice garland next to me on my banister, and there's a couple. There's mm-hmm. some like cheaper garlands like downstairs, and we got like some gnomes on the mantle, and that's about it. You know, it's pretty simple. I'm mostly enjoying. Like, you guys ever uh, hang up the popcorn? Either of you guys do that? No, I've never done mm-hmm. that. No. Okay, me neither. <laughs> uh huh. As far as like, I've only seen it in like movies and classic I stuff. Know. I'm like, does anyone actually do that? As far as like edible things, I've done candy canes before. I think candy canes is nice. Like, you get the Starburst candy canes, and if you're if it's Christmas and you want to eat a candy cane, like, just do it. Yeah, yeah, but that's also easy because you take it out of the package and just hook it on something, and it takes 17 seconds to put up. Whereas like threading popcorn. One more and then you have to prevent just, yourself from eating that popcorn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, have, I have one more quick question for you guys, and then we're going to wrap this up. Um, do you have in your family special tree ornaments that are sentimental that, you, that you've been putting up for like 20 years? Do you guys have that? Oh, That's yes. the only ornaments we put up. We don't have any like artificial, baby, typical, hallmark, basic 
boy the stuff. It's all, saying, it's, all, it's all handcrafted yeah, and just, or things we purchased on like vacations Hallmark that mean something. Don't besmirch Hallmark, okay? Damn, he went in there and just gutted you. Yeah, what the frick? Um, I, I think my, Hallmark's my got house, great ornaments. They're just, they're just too expensive. My house has a combination of everything. We have like a hundred different sentimental ornaments that we kind of you know, pick and choose every year. We have the, you know, the baubles of different colors and all that. We have sentimental ones that are baubles. We have, um, you know, the handmade ones when we were kids. We have all of it. But this tree in my background, it is all Hallmark. There you go. I mean, <laughs> I, I've, I've told this story before, but I'll bring it up again because it is my favorite set of ornaments on our tree by far. And that is every year when we get our tree, which are all live trees, we cut out from the trunk, the base of it, a inch-ish, inch and a half slice. So we have a disc of the tree. And on that stump, my mom will wood carve into it, uh, like, the events that, like, happened that year, like, Damn. in our family. Oh, my gosh, that's so sweet. So for, like, the last, like, great. 30 years, we have a piece of every tree we've ever had wow with like the big events of that year whether it's oh like my little brother started second grade and he went through a phase of playing yo-yo and this and it's just a way to like look back and remember it and you can also see like the different size trees we got it's just a cool little thing so that's That's always really cool so uh good job uh mama mason but but besides that no ornaments are cool all right, we got to wrap this up because I got to do some studio adjustments here. So yes. I think I need to get a snack. This microphone is not in the right spot, and it is such a bitch to move a mic if it has a boom on it. It is so annoying. You got to like undo it from the table, reclamp it down. Re, Ugh. oh my god, I'm getting stressed out. I'm gonna. Oh, maybe <laughs> having this boom isn't such a boon after all. No, it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love you guys. I hope everybody's having a great holiday. You know, you gotta enjoy this time of year because, it, like, for example, it goes quickly. If, if you're working in an office, people don't really work this time of year. They just pretend like they're working. Anything else, guys? No, nope. nah, this was fun. See you guys uh, next week. Thanks for the support. Peace out. Right. Bye. See you later. Bye.